Founded in 2005 by artist Noah Becker, White Hot Magazine is one of the leading platforms for contemporary art. Well, I have a very special guest today on the White Hot Magazine Art World podcast. Julian Lennon is here. How are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm, hello, Noah. I, I'm, you know, alive and kicking. So that's uh, the most important thing at this point in time, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, I was looking at your photography over the last couple of weeks, and uh, it's uh, a lot of different stuff happening. Beautiful black and that, white photos. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, there, I, I don't. Uh, I, I think as you know, as an artist too and musician, that uh, being pigeonholed is not a favorite. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I've never professed or, or suggested that I um, shoot in one particular style or another. You know, it's never been a focus. If I see something that inspires me, that uh, uh, triggers emotions in me, then I, you know, I, I feel an urge to take a picture uh, mm-hmm. of, of it and communicate that, you know, if anybody's interested. So, um, yeah, so, you know, from landscapes to uh, portraits to rock and rollers to, you know, uh, clouds, uh, right. cloudscapes and seascapes, you know, it's, it's, it, 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 I find it all interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you're, you're um you're drawn to certain subjects at certain times because i see there's a series from colombia there's a series from um nigeria is it no uh, kenya colombia and uh ethiopia a few other places mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah those were all based on on i have a foundation called the white feather foundation and uh w- one of its main goals is the protection of uh, indigenous uh, tribes and, and their culture and where they live. And um, uh, it hasn't happened a great deal, but on certain, uh, certain occasions where the timing's been right, you know, I've managed to, to uh, be able to fly to these incredible places and, and meet the locals. Um, and, uh, you know, because we were doing a project either trying to buy back their land, um, you know, or, or providing medical services or rebuilding schools or supplying fresh water, um, it, you know, and we work with a lot of other NGOs around the world that are already in place doing a lot of that stuff. So it's more about supporting what they're doing, really, rather than starting afresh because that just doesn't make any sense to me but yeah the 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 joy that i get out of observing other other cultures and uh, you know i've 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 said many times before that you know a lot of people just whether it's whether it's because um of you know finances or whether you know uh, you know whether people can't afford to travel or whether people aren't well enough to travel, you know, um, a lot of people don't get get to see some of the things that, you know, uh, uh, us travellers do. And so I try to capture what I'm seeing and feeling at that point in time uh, and try to share that in collections that I put together, um, you know, on my, on my uh, photography website. Uh, and, I, I, you know, of late, I've been fortunate enough to work 
with some great teams of people that, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Wendy Posner, who's now, now my agent, I never right. had a photography agent before. So this mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, a saving grace. It was, uh, you know, um, I, I was micromanaging myself for 20 years. Right. <laughs> so it's, uh, having, have, finally having a team uh, around me and, uh, that I, I believe in, uh, and they believe in me and, and that I trust has, has really been a saving grace and a new way forward where I can actually breathe and just get on with the creative aspect of it all, right. you know, um, which I've been longing to do for, for decades, literally decades. Right. Um, and so this, uh, f- f- I, I, I look forward, you know, to future uh, travels and, and uh, whether that's charity orientated or otherwise to, to follow, you know, my passion of capturing images and places and landscapes that I just adore moving forward in that light, you know? Right. Um, and all, all of this all kind of started literally when I was pretty much, uh, you know, traveling as a musician, uh, touring and the like and promo tours. And for the most part, especially on long hauls, yeah, most of the people I, even the guys in the band and other people in uh, in aeroplanes tend to fall asleep a lot. I, I don't sleep well on planes. I don't know why. Um, so I tend to stare out the window a lot. I really do. And for me, that's a moment of either reflection or, or you know, and thinking about everything in my life or absolutely you know, numbing down in, in many respects and thinking about nothing at all, right. just breathing, breathing. And I I find that a very special particular moment. And it reminds me how fleeting everything is and how fleeting life is. That when you see a beautiful cloud, uh, and I'm a cloud lover, you know, it's there for a split second and it's gone and it's never going to be the same again. And so I, I draw on that, you know, so if I'm in certain situations, because I'm, I feel I'm in many respects, uh, you know, I won't say a street photographer, but you could call it a guerrilla photographer, where it's about there and then, it's about, you know, capturing that moment. It's about using the natural light that's there and hoping that you, you, you've caught something magical in that right. process. And- I, I have a tendency to not compare artists to artists a lot of people that talk to artists or write about artists or are involved in yeah. that want to you know immediately they want to say oh well is your work influenced by this or is your photography you know i i, yeah, I kind no, of I, sense I, that you're that just sort of, sort of a pure <laughs> sort of a pure creator yeah I, you know you can you can gather a bit of inspiration from from what's gone before for, for sure, in any medium, but but yeah, I, I I don't think about how do I recreate that. I just think about what's in front of me moving forward, um, and th- uh, you know w- w- when I reflect or I'm editing later, I'll go, oh, that's a little like that, or that's a little like that. Especially if I desaturate it in a certain way, but it's never the objective in the, in the first place is right. to seek 
copying so, so if you go, anything. If you go to a place like you're doing philanthropic work in a certain place yeah. with a community of people, is does the photography yeah. sort of happen before the philanthropy starts to, or how, how does that no, all unfold? It's, 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 it's all then and there. It's all then and there. You know, as I'm being introduced to these indigenous uh, tribes, uh, and, you know, there's, generally there's a translator there of some sort, uh, depending on which country, but it's, it's there. And as in the moment that I try and capture uh, whatever magic, because it's that, it's it's me discovering that moment at the same time. So I try and be, you know, very discreet uh, in in how I approach it because I, I don't want them, I, I very much want to be a fly on the wall all the time. I don't want to upset the the the, the situation or the flow or, or the communication. And so it, it's all about being very sensitive to their uh, life and culture and, and um, you know, I, on on many occasions, you know, I'll, I'll I'm quite shy. So you know, if I feel there's an element, if I'm going to disturb them in some way or it doesn't feel right, then I, I I won't take the picture. You know, so it has to be okay by them too. You know, right. for me to for for me to move ahead like that. And and I think by doing that, they see that you're being respectful. Right. And uh, they, in in turn, they they tend to open up and just say, you know, go for it. So, right. and that's been that's been my experience anyway from 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 the travels mm-hmm. from many of the indigenous that I've met over the mm-hmm. years. Is there a period of time? Like, is it a two week process or what? Couple days or? It it's it, it's there there is no schedule on that. You know, I mean, sometime. I mean, the first time I went to Africa, you know, there was. I was initially going with an organization called Charity Water, who were, you know, drilling wells uh, for a lot of people in Ethiopia. And uh, we'd been talking to the UN a lot about a lot of the projects they'd been doing in regards to uh, the Millennium Village and, and, and bringing uh, education and health to, you know, areas in the middle of nowhere. And... I, I just had a window that that allowed me, you know, um, uh, to go to uh, Kenya a couple of days before the Ethiopia trip. So it's 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 all a lot of it's very last minute, you know, um, and and things can change at any point in time. I'm, I was supposed to go to Kenya again uh, uh, about a month and a half ago for another project where there's an organisation building up corridors, uh, buying up corridors of forestry, uh, not only to protect the forest, but protect the, the uh, animals, but also um, to, to, to teach the indigenous the value of what they actually have, because a lot don't really understand that sometimes, you know. Right. So, but, that, but at that point in time, literally the 24 hours before I was going to fly, Nairobi went into a curfew. The COVID, COVID had gone ballistic over there, and it just didn't seem. And there were new regulations about flying out of Africa as well, where where you know you had to go and uh, be put in a quarantine hotel for two weeks. And right. I was just going, I don't have that time to spare, you know. So between the whole, all of the issues there, it was it was a no go. But you know, I'll get a call saying we're open again. Come down, 
and if the timing's right, I'll, I'll go. Mm-hmm. You know, so so sorry to that was a little no, long-winded. no, no. That's good. But, That's but, good. But I, I, yeah, that just I'm trying to explain that it really is. You know, we try and plan things as best we can, but we know somebody mm-hmm. upstairs laughs about that, mm-hmm. and uh, you just got to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And uh, is there something that you would like to do that you haven't done yet, f- photographically? Listen, I, I feel like, uh, you know, although I've toured the world, it's always been in the back of a bus or a plane. You know, it's always that kind of thing. So there, there, there are many, many places that I haven't been before that I would love to go. Um, I mean, I was I was over probably one of my favorite trips was I have a, a, a collection called Cycle, which was a trip around the, the South China Seas. Uh, I, I was on a boat trip with a, a group of people and we would stop every other day in different countries. Um, and, you know, I saw some sites, but it was not, it was not enough. It's never enough, you know. Um, and those kind of trips are always too quick and you don't really find time to immerse yourself in the, in the culture. But, I mean, there's, there's so many different places around the world that mm-hmm. I would still love to go, you know, which is the salt lakes in Bolivia where you, the, the, the sky and the sea, the, the water just become one mirror and lake, and it's stunning. You know, um, there's there's places in China. There's the list goes on. You know, it's just I. That's what I really would like to do in the future. Is just you know when things are a little better all around. Yeah, is uh, is get out there and keep traveling. You know, I've got ideas and projects mm-hmm. that are in my head that that we'll just have to wait for the right timing. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, you you were doing a lot of touring and then taking photographs while you were on tour. It was sort of no, I, no, I never, I never, I, you know, I back in the day, you know, it was you were just doing so much anyway, and I wasn't mm. really, I didn't consider myself a photographer back then. I mm-hmm. still don't really, uh, you know. I, I managed to capture a few good images, and I think I edit pretty well these days, uh, but. Um, I, I guess where that initially may have come from uh, regarding the question would have been that I was, while, while I, I was uh, having some time off, Sean was on the road. He was uh, on tour and I joined him as a surprise and um, went on the road with on the tour bus for a couple of weeks with him. And then uh, while I, I kind of helped out the tour manager and I just had a camera with me and I would shoot Sean on the side of the stage. So um, that was, I guess my interest really was from that, but I did have a Polaroid camera when I was about 11 or 12. And that kind of got me, you know, I I got the bug then, I think. Dad always used to, had one, it was the um, SX-70 LAN camera. It's the old one that flipped out. And I, I was fascinated by that, that you could have an image in 10 seconds. You know, and I, right. and so I, I fell in love with that. But it wasn't again really till later that uh, you know, I mean, ten years ago now uh, that that uh, you know, one of my dearest friends and mentors, uh, um, Timothy White, you know, saw me clicking around on the computer editing some photos, and he said, "What is all of this?" You know, and I said, "Oh, it's just stuff I've been." But it was never serious. He said, "Well, yeah. you." You have some beautiful images there. You know, you should do something with it. So, 
one thing led to another, and with his support and guidance, uh, you know, I did my my first show with Morrison Hotel Gallery. You know, I think it was ten years ago now. I don't even know anymore. Time right. is irrelevant in my head. It's never been a, right. Time has never been a thing in my head, right. whatever that means. And so, creatively, I read something about you were doing. Uh, Sam Peckinpah was doing your video. He, yeah, he did my first ever music video. The first two, in fact. How did you get involved um, with Sam Peckinpah? Jeez. Um, <laughs> um, I know that's a bit actually, random. It's very random, uh, but that's okay. It's, uh, um, I, I was amazed to work with, I, I mean, at first I was 20, 21. I didn't, I didn't even really understand or know who Sam was back in the day. You know, until it was explained, oh, he does all the slow motion blood and guts and, you know, in the old cowboy movies, amongst other things. And right. um, it was actually uh, Martin Lewis, who was the the uh, the uh, uh, the troublemaker, English troublemaker uh, producer who who came up with the idea of asking uh, Sam to do it. And it was all a bit sort of in the air, really. And nobody knew what anybody was doing, but we all met up in the studio and uh, by the end of the, you know, a few days if, uh, or, or a long weekend or a week, you know, we, ha we had two videos. And Sam was initially very quite dark and quite broody and moody. Uh, little did anybody know that he had a very naughty and cheeky, he liked to play practical jokes on people. Ah. Um, uh, when, you, when you especially thought he was being very serious, he was joking half the time. But you didn't know that until a few days later. So, um, you you know, you you it was well, it was a unique time. That's all I'll say. And it was uh, uh, at the end of it, I walked away from it, you know, uh, being a little wiser and uh, especially um, observing how he worked. He was quite a unique character, and I'm thankful that we did that. But it was an unusual pairing, no question about that. Mm. Yeah, that was interesting. And then you have a series of portraits. You've taken a lot of different portrait photos. You have different categories like landscapes, portraits. Well, the I guess um, I, I mean I was fortunate enough to to be in the same space as the U two boys, who I've I've now become friends with. But uh, quite a few, yeah, it was about ten years ago, I guess they were. Uh, I was able to shoot them while they were rehearsing. Uh, and writing for a new album, and uh, again, I, you know, I, I was doing the fly on the wall thing. I didn't want to get in anybody's way, and initially, I'd taken a few pictures of them, and and sort of went back to my computer and went, these look like holiday snaps. They they look terrible. You know, really, really, I was thoroughly unimpressed with them. Um, but then I learned through, you know. Uh, uh, working uh, with them over a few days, uh, probably that was an experience that changed my life because I had I was looking for a different angle than the way I'd been shooting, and it was only I mean, my favorite picture from that experience was uh, a, a picture I took of Bono, which was called "Someone to Look Up to," and. He and I, we were just chatting and I was laying on the floor and there was a picture of my dad on the wall behind him and he was just sitting on an, like an amp or a crate or something. And I was, I was kind of looking up to him 
And I just noticed the different angle that I was at and how important that was and how the perspective of that changed everything. And it was literally mm -hmm. that moment that I started reevaluating the where, how, where and how I took pictures. <laughs> uh, there was a show that was commemorating the passing of, Le passing of Leonard Cohen. Uh -huh. And it was his son and, and, and a great group of artists from Elvis Costello uh, to Sting to um, the list goes on, the list goes on. But that, they were all performing in Montreal and I, I was invited by the director who was filming the whole thing to uh, shoot not only the show, but they were doing behind the scenes uh, interviews as well. And uh, so I didn't have to consider any of the lighting either. All they had to do was show up. And I, I got some of the most beautiful uh, portraits I think I've ever done from that time in a situation where I, I was able to get sort of like eight to 10 of the top artists uh, all in one go over a period of, uh, uh, I think it was two or three days because they, they had a day for rehearsals, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of great portraits of that stuff, which hasn't been released yet. I mean, there's this, I, uh, the other thing is I had my own way of cataloging things. And, uh, and then uh, a pro who, who has inspired me immensely showed me a more professional way to do that so I could actually find stuff. Um, oh. I had my own version of that, um, uh, but uh, yeah, it still left me wondering where certain images were. So I've been going through this whole process of uh, a new way of cataloging images. Uh, and um, I've, I've only managed to get through about 50,000 of the images so far, and I've got about another 50,000 to go. Um, so uh, before I know exactly where everything is, right. you know, um, um, uh, cataloging into folders, subfolders, this, that, and the other. Has keywords. it always been digital? Has your work always been digital? It, yeah, it's it's always been digital. I, I, you know, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't think I'd have the patience for regular film. I just, you know, I like that sort of self gratification, the here and now, the immediate. You know, of you know, if if, if you're able to edit a shot. Uh, 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 where it gives me goosebumps straight away. I love that. You know, I love to be able to move quickly right. and swiftly through the work. You know, um, although although some things you know do take a lot longer than others. But yeah, I, I especially in today's world, at the speed of everything, I don't think I just don't think I'd have the patience. Right. You know, um, right. I, I, actually, one of my to, just to jump uh, interject, one of my goals when I, about halfway to about five years ago, I was doing an exhibition in Amsterdam. Um, and it was a kind of like a Brits week thing. It was English photographers. Um, and everybody was putting, all the artists involved were putting a couple of their, their pictures in. And there, there, were, there were some quite serious um, 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 media there and interviewers and, um, and I got cornered by, by uh, I can't remember her name now, but she was a well-known uh, interviewer in the, in the uh, photography and fine art world. And uh, I, I you know, panicked a little bit, but my, my goal had always been, since getting into uh, uh, photography, had been to uh, 
make it unclear for people whether the work that I was doing was digital or or real photographs. And uh, and you know, after being cornered for a, you know a good twenty minutes, she said to me at the end of it, she said, "So you know, Julian, can you tell me whether your work is digital or film?" And I said, "You tell me." Mm. And that was that for me was. Okay, I've I've reached a level that right. even a fine art, you know, uh, right. uh, uh, interviewer couldn't tell the difference. Right. So I, 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 you know, that was uh, that was an ex- exciting moment for me. So let's talk. What do you have coming up? You have some shows on right now, or some new shows coming up? Or? I did again. Again, no, we haven't been able to plan anything with with the state of the world. Um, you know, we were looking at going down to uh, Art Basel, Miami, as I've, I've done many shows down there already, uh, satellite shows, but um, we just didn't know what the state of the world was going to be. Really had no clue and didn't want to, uh, you know, we've been, I mean, we've, I've been working on different collections and projects and, uh, 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 and so on and so forth in the background sort of prepping just in case we do stuff. But the one thing that really happened with us that uh, uh, excited me a great deal was that I don't know if you've been uh, uh, told about the work that's been happening over the past month or two, which is where, you know, I, I Portia de Rossi and her company, uh, General Public, and I got together uh, to do work on a collection for RH, Restoration Hardware. And um, I, I, again, before having Wendy, uh, uh, there was, um, y- you know, I, I wasn't doing any of that stuff. I just didn't have that reach and that connection with people, and especially with the likes of Christine, too. You know, it's open doors for me, uh, which I never had before. So uh, even seeing how that, how well that's gone, I mean, and I've been massively impressed and very thankful how things have rolled out because the response has been great. The sales have been great. Uh, They want to do another campaign. uh, And, you know, if the doors open, you know, I'll continue doing this stuff until it stops. The, I, you know, I said, well, initially I said, well, what are you looking for? And they said, well, a bit of this, a bit of that, but I'm going up. Okay. Um, (laughs) So I, I, you know, I, I just basically, sent them something like a hundred images, you know, some of clouds, some of this, some of that. And I said, listen, the, the easiest thing here is here's a mixed bag. You, you decide what you like out of this. Cause I don't know what you want in reality, but after going through the process of going up to the factory and printing and seeing the work, uh, I was, I was blown away because initially the majority of uh, collections that I've done, the images have only been pretty, small we're talking 24 by 20 um and um so for this uh, in particular they were looking for much larger images mm. so i found uh someone who was a genius uh, at uh, up up resing photos and we've been working closer together very closely together to go back into all of the collections i've had over the last 10 years and, and up-resing every image, every image, so that you know, if we need something minimum, you know, meter by a meter or thereabouts, mm-hmm. we can we can manage that even from an iPhone image, right? You know, 
uh, I mean, he's, he's a miracle worker. So, hmm. um, and I've never seen my image. I've always wanted to see larger uh, images of my work. And, and I mean, it truly blew me away when I went up to the hmm. factory seeing these, uh, you know, some of the stuff that I've done, especially the black and whites, you know, spread yeah. across the wall. And I'm going, wow, that's great. So, uh, you know, I'm getting there. And I've always wanted to be involved in mixed media as well. So, I just haven't had the time or space for that, but I've just built um, on the side of side of my music studio, which is about the size of a garage, a garage, mm-hmm. garage. Um, uh, I've I built another room on the side that's going to become like an art room where I can okay. use it for photography, sculpting, painting, you know, you name it. So that's, that's the objective. Music too, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh yeah that's I, I i've been waiting for a room like this all my life right. So, uh, right so i'm i'm thoroughly looking forward to you know just exploring what's what's uh cool. what's what's out there you well know? i'll have to show up with the saxophone someday <laughs> of course <laughs> of course you will <laughs> so <laughs> um well it's great to hear about all of your adventures um and um I've been a fan of your art and your music and your personality. Oh, thank you. New many... music coming next year. So oh, great. Of that one. Fantastic. This is, this is music for adults, by the way. Ah, okay. That's, that's all I'll say. It's, okay. Uh, it's deeper and darker and heavier than I've ever done before. And, uh, it speaks of what we've been through in the last two years, but it's it's based on everything we touch on in life, really. Mm-hmm. So, uh but it's 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 a deeper record than I've ever done before. Oh, excellent! So the, the the those who have heard it have said nothing but good things. So I'm oh, very great. thankful, and I look forward to, for to that you know for that getting out there. Cool. Well, I don't want to take up your whole evening, but it's been an honor that you took the time to speak to me today. My absolute pleasure. My absolute yeah. pleasure. Yeah, and I hope we can be in touch soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best for the holidays and all that. Thanks. And uh, I, I'm 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 now going to go downstairs and pack. All right. Because I'm I'm actually off, as I said, on my first holiday in two years tomorrow. Uh, so uh, the computer's being turned off, the phone's right. being turned off, everything's being okay. shut down for a few weeks. So cool. I'm I'm looking forward to that, and also looking forward to uh, you know getting back into it in the new year. Great. Well, let's be in touch and I'll, and have a great trip. Thank you very much, Noah. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Been, been a pleasure. Bye-bye. See you.